0: Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reap. Heffron and Reap. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association.
1: No, for real, it says it right here. Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The
2: Heffron and Reap Show.
1: Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another awesome episode of Heffron and Reap Show. I'm John Reap, of course. Uh, I'm the only one with this accent. And sitting next to me, uh, as always, the man with the Detroit hat, rocking it, uh, the one, the only, John Heffron, ladies and gentlemen, sitting in here, rocking the boards.
3: I hate doing the board.
1: I, I know. Hate, I I can hate tell. hitting
3: these buttons. I hate adjusting the volume. Do you know who I am? I was, on television. <laughs> I was on television seven years ago. That's right. This is above me to and hit now these you're buttons. Okay. Now, now I'm more concerned uh, whether or not it's recording. That's a fear I have of mine during most of the show, by the way. Do you is think that it's we're recording doing now?
1: It? Are you, you're not sure? Things are blinking. After every time we do one, you go like, I don't know if that recorded. Like, I don't know where that is.
3: It's the same way, like <laughs> I've talked about it before. It's the same way when I leave my house going, I don't think I closed my garage door.
1: Oh, I, I didn't lock my doors.
3: It's in my it's, car. It's when you leave your thing. car, you
1: do the same thing. But you walk like a hundred yards. You go, like, dude, did I lock my? Did I lock the car? Yeah, I'm Like, I don't know.
3: But more importantly, uh, we got a, a huge show.
1: Yeah, um, I'm excited. This is a big one.
3: Huge show because uh, the
4: team's back together.
1: That's right. Getting
4: the band back together.
1: Rachel's back, everybody.
4: Oh, here.
1: Off doing her uh, Hollywood thing. Um, I mean, she. Uh, She's best friends with Mike Judge. Best friend, She's best, best friends buddies. with everybody at the Howard Stern Show. He texted
4: Show. me. He texted me randomly on a Saturday night, said, great job on Stern. I'm like, God damn. But I'm Judge home did? alone on a Saturday night with no money and nothing going on, and Mike <laughs> Judge is fucking sending me text messages. That's yeah. life in LA. Well, hey, he's
1: not sending me text messages. I
4: know. It's weird, though. Does
1: he have a project in mind for you?
4: No, he's um he's working on some stuff right now, a spin-off of Idiocracy. If you've seen that movie. <gasps>
1: That's a great movie. Great
4: fucking movie. And I, I he was like so impressed that I knew like scenes from that movie yeah. and it was cool. Um but yeah, no, he's working on a spin-off of that and he he's, you know, he told me he's like, "Hey, I'll tell everybody about you and if I if I'm working on anything, I'll use you." Nice. It's just weird. Like I'm having these weird LA moments. Like I met the producer of Modern Family the other right? night. He knew me. Somebody was like, "This is Rachel." He's like, "Rachel Butera." Oh my god. And I'm like, "You fucking wow. know me?" Wow.
1: Obviously from this podcast.
4: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I all these people know me. I got no job, no work, no money. Like, I'm ready to go back to New Jersey. I don't know, like, what the fuck I'm doing, but yeah. people know me everywhere I go. It's that weird thing.
3: Rachel, I think it's important. Uh, uh, you're out here, but, but have you set goals? Do you, do, does Hold on a second. Let's do this. Ready? Hold on. Ready? <laughs> hold on. John is trying Why does everything out the, John the Heffern you
4: make me laugh? I don't know. Here you go. Ready? He reminds me of my brother. Okay, Sorry. here we go.
1: Ready?
2: Previously on
3: the Headphone and podcast. Rachel, you're wasting your life. You got to stop whoring around, get out a piece of paper, and actually write some goals, all right? Shit isn't just going to fall into your lap.
4: Well, Mom, you ha- if you had given me the confidence I needed when I was a kid, I would be doing it already.
3: You don't blame me.
4: I blame you for everything. You taught me to be scared of the world. The only reason I'm out in LA now is because Howard Stern took pity on me. Listen, whore, you have to realize. I I'm wish not- I was a whore. I haven't been late in months.
3: There we go. That's what you missed if you missed the last show. Wow.
1: Deep. I like it. <laughs> I thought you were going to jump in. I, I didn't know if I should. I almost did. I, I was trying to think what character should I be in this well, scenario. It's a soap opera, so I almost opera. walked in and said, Duck of the keys to the car. Would that have worked?
3: <laughs> yeah, it should have, and that would have been our out. <sighs> anyway so uh we have a great show yeah we
1: have another guest we, we have an,
3: another guest we want to get to because he wants to jump in uh the guy uh who, who happened to be on our show and we invaded his home uh today uh which was nice is uh, my best friend joel zimmer
1: joel zimmer
2: everybody. hello your
3: best, everybody, best, I my best friend joel let's just start with that best friends for what 20 years 20
0: some years wow. however wow. Best friend, I find out his dog is gone by this
1: podcast. No. <laughs> really?
0: Yes. Men
4: don't share. Well, here's your deal. Like,
1: Actually, you hunting for the dog.
0: That's not even true. And eat that mic, Joe, because. That's not yeah. even true. I found out from my wife through his Facebook.
2: Ah, oh. oh. yeah, that's Even how I found worse. Out.
0: Right?
3: Yep. it's funny how you and Reep's wife always, uh, you know,' We're all they're,
1: they're, you're they're finding they're,
3: out through Facebook. They're trolling so your far, Everything's working perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> <you> think, yep, <laughs> yeah, I think that's where they're getting all the information. All right. But actually, real quick uh, heads up on on Joel is I started doing stand-up comedy with Joel a hundred years ago. We moved out to Los Angeles together. You know, roughly, I'm skipping a bunch of stuff, and then I got a job doing radio back in Detroit with Bonaducci. And then I called Joel and said, Joel, you should come and produce our show. And I convinced Bonaducci Joel knows how to produce a radio show with mm-hmm. zero. Joel had no oh, nice. completely. So we kind of scammed this huge radio company. Oh, right. they, they paid me wow. to be a sidekick, and then they hired Joel to be a producer. <laughs> wow. But Joel never knew how to produce radio, and then he was thrown with Danny Bonaduce, wow. which was a, a bit insane. It was essentially
0: babysitting Bonaducci was wow. was the big part of it. the The best part right now is watching John on this board. Yeah, he did everything for five years to avoid learning how to
1: do <laughs> any of that. Right. stuff. Right, and now he's 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 so, yes. elbows deep. So in we it.
3: did radio, and then after that, we both kind of left the radio. Uh, we both moved back out to Los Angeles. Uh, I, you know, I'm skipping a bunch of timeline stuff, and then during radio, that's when we created this card game. That uh, bachelorette play when they go out to bars. It was called the That Guy Game. Right. Every deck of card was a different type of guy. The girls would go out to the bar, and then they pull out a a card and say, "Sweaty dancer guy, big gut, skinny legs guy," (laughs) and they'd have to find the real life version of the guy in the bar. So it was a scavenger hunt to find. This was now fifteen years ago. There was no bachelorette party games that had cards on them. Right. Nothing. So me and Joel create that. Uh, We got into some stores. Almost immediately, we were ripped off. We were almost ripped off by. uh, There's a company that only sell uh, all their all their shit, and his Mm -hmm. shit is in black and white. Remember that dude, that guy. If you ever see that stuff, ladies, that guy ripped us off. Um, Ripped you off? How? What do you mean?
4: Like uh, Uh, the cards are black and white. Like what? They,
0: they came to us. He came to us and said, "Hey, we want to carry your. We want to take your cards and put it under our brand." We said no because at that time we had celebrities that were playing it. We were in all these magazines. It was. We like were in Drew Barrymore
3: right. played it. Julia Roberts. We had a full play, full page spread in Glamour magazine where they took our wow. cards and then matched them up with celebrity. A Whoa. Full page in Glamour. That's crazy. In Style.
0: Entertainment Weekly. Inter- Inter-
4: w- Entertainment we Weekly. We scammed our
0: way into um, Entrepreneur
3: entrepreneur (laughs) magazine uh so
4: were you initially making money well Uh, well, well,
3: here's in the article for entrepreneur yes but here's like like i like i was just saying this in the intro but here's i guess it's an interesting story we we didn't know how to make the cards we figured that out we Mm -hmm. were like we need to find an artist then we're like what do we put them on we put them on like playing cards yeah but we don't want numbers on the playing cards how do you find blank we figured that out now this would be like if you're listening you'd go that'd be easy keep in mind we were 23 and we zero. We're like, well, okay, we found a place that prints them. Now, what do we do? Let's buy a thousand packs and get it sent to our house. And then we got that sent to our house, and uh, misspellings like we didn't proofread oh, anything, right. the, the colors were just shit. Like, so we had these thousand, th- these orange packs
1: right. right we
0: still have 980 of them of in those. my house and
3: then we were living in los angeles and joel walks into i think he started going didn't you just go into some of those boutique like literally like there was you a, sell
0: our game there was a little store down in larchmont and uh, larchmont village that i walked into and it has like a bunch of kitschy stuff mm-hmm. and you know it's a it's a really cool neighborhood so right. i walked in there and I, I asked chatted up the lady i'm saying hey if you would, would you sell this she goes it's cute so i didn't have a packaging i didn't have display case we didn't have anything right so we just put it in a basket with like i went home and laminated a little you know the graphic and said that guy came and julia roberts bought it from there yeah uh drew barrymore bought it from there and then a reporter came in and was like oh this is cool like she was just shopping yeah and the woman goes oh julia roberts just bought that next thing you know that lady called us wow did it. so
3: then, yeah so it just then snowballed yeah huh? so then it just happened mm-hmm. and then i did a a bob and tom yep i did their morning show uh, and mentioned the game briefly. Right. Right. So at this point, the, keep in mind this was however many years ago. There wasn't really online fulfillment centers, or even PayPal, or, or it, it it wasn't like really dialed in because it yeah. was it was all you had to do everything yourself. If so, I remember correctly. Yeah.
0: So what happened in between that though is we got we then got a better version. Yeah. And we ordered maybe twenty five hundred decks, and they're all sitting
3: in my apartment now. Keep in mind we're broke. Uh, we ordered <laughs> yeah. twenty five hundred decks. That cost us yeah. three, four. I, it was like it was high, dude. Like it was. It was like
0: two bucks a deck. Two so a I
3: mean, that's like a you know a, a three thousand dollar investment yeah, right. when you have no idea how you're paying rent. Right. That's like that's scary. A, a, a big deal. And yeah. we're selling. We're twenty three. We couldn't be further away from marriage, and we're selling stuff to bachelor parties. So, <laughs> so then we we go on Bob and Tom, and he talks about it, and then used to get an email uh, alert like you get an email every time you made an it order it, okay. it's how we had it set up
0: yeah we were selling them online so you know and to that point john had done like a couple of shows or I'd be on a show and you would you would mention it and you get like five or six orders and it would be exciting and you right. put it in the you put it in the little mail thing and you'd go down to the post office and you'd send it away you
1: physically have to you write guys out you're just sitting at, uh, sitting in your home doing this yourself
3: yes yeah. yeah no label machine you'd you'd have to write it out yeah completely that's very vip so john goes, <laughs> it's it's completely <laughs> oh wait we got no okay I want to get past to that guy, but finish this. So John goes on on,
0: uh, on that show, and within that morning, probably 250, 300 orders come in within the first 30 minutes that he's on the thing. Nice. I wake up in Los Angeles, yeah, I'm gonna check e- my email,
3: down. and it's just filled, And I'm filled, calling filled. Joel at, like, what is his 5 o'clock in the morning going, dude, wake up. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. And <laughs> so we live We live in an apartment
0: complex with a bunch of other Young people who are all like actors in the entertainment business that don't have jobs. Right. I'm knocking on their doors at 7 in the morning like, you want to work today? <laughs> so we
1: I sold, that day, we sold yeah, that day. Stuffing envelopes. We yes.
3: That day we sold thousands. And literally, though, it's, you take the deck stick it in one of those manila envelopes, right. physically write out the thing, right. and then take boxes and boxes to uh,
0: – I got to know the postal employees so well. They would see me come, and they're like, hey, Joel. They right. would stop. There would there'd be a line. They would step around the line, grab my stuff because I was there every day for right. weeks. Jeez. So we did that.
3: Um, and well, then uh,
0: – We made so much money from that, we were able to afford the one thing John wanted the most. All he talked about for six months to make this business, he was like
1: – Can I guess what it is?
0: Go ahead um <laughs> this is this what is he thought fun. this is a fun game he <laughs> thought if we get this uh-huh. this will make our business 100 this this is the one thing we need to really make the business run wow
1: now now i'm stumped so i thought it was some sort of just toy
0: now you know john yeah think think like john for a moment
1: uh, I, was, I was gonna say like a, a like a gaming chair that you sit in that like vibrates and you can play video games in it <laughs> too high-end Way end off. that we're <laughs> <laughs> 23 23, yeah, 23. The Hot. Um, it has something to do with this business Ten, barely. Barely.
0: <laughs> you would find it in almost any office. You would, you'll see them in this office. You would find Sticky it anywhere. Sticky notes.
1: A printing press. A whiteboard. Oh, that's,
0: that's right. All he whiteboard. wanted was a whiteboard. Right. That would be give him the creative freedom. Yeah, to I figured <laughs>
3: if I bought a whiteboard, I could get organized. All of my creative ideas would just come out, and yeah. I just imagine myself writing formulas. The cancer. <laughs> yeah, right. And this is how we do it. I can right. time travel. Right. And just wiping.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where's so, the whiteboard now? Just curious. Uh,
3: it's turned into an iPad and an iPad two and an iPad three, and, and have yet to figure out time travel. So, uh, sure. but we have cured cancer. We did that, and yeah. then and then we stopped, and then we were ripped off just a, a crap ton. We created a, a, we had a patent for that guy. We actually patented the act of playing a scavenge hunt off of a deck of cards mm-hmm. to, to whatever. Um, nice. Which then, is
0: actually probably the coolest part about it is you can say we're patent holders.
3: Right. Yeah. And then later on, just to, to end that story, we we're like, uh, then all these other that guy things started kind of popping out, and then there's somebody had a book called Don't Be That Guy, where literally the artwork was, some would say almost identical. Yeah. To ours.
0: No, on that one, the Don't Be That Guy book that came out. Yeah. We went, we saw the the author's name there on it. Yeah. We went back through our order history. Found the girl who yeah. was the author. Really? And then,
3: and then there's a recent one that we went. So we're like, this is such a blatant. So then we were going to sue. But the, the people who, who I think ripped us off just allegedly from my point of view uh, was a huge uh, company. Mm-hmm. So it, our lawyer said, uh, you can lawyer up, but it's going to cost you a bazillion dollars. We're like, well, that doesn't seem, seem fair. So – uh, we created the an app for the game, the right. That Guy game that you can get uh, on your iPhone mm-hmm. um, recently just to kind of update it, and we're going to redo it. Although, I, as cool as technology is, yeah. the act of actually physically playing with the cards in your hand is a hundred times better experience. It's more fun, yeah.
1: Speaking
0: of apps, I have a brand new app. It's a uh, Do You Really Want This Tattoo app? Um, you can, you, I, I, I just made this last week. I had this idea <laughs> and
1: we have a listener. I love it. Uh, nice. Someone who actually listens uh, to the show. All right. Well, all right. That's a, I think that's okay, our so first that's... callback ever. I is. <laughs> yeah, all
3: right. So, okay. Reference. So
1: me and Joel did that. And I then only,
0: I only listened to the first seven minutes of your last week's podcast.
3: <laughs> is, yeah. okay. And then, so then Joel got out here and then he started, uh, working on some, uh, television shows. Uh, I, I think you wrote, uh, Trivia stuff for Who Wants to Be... Was that your first... was that trivia show?
0: Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No, I, uh, I was a joke writer for uh, Weakest Link.
3: Weakest oh, Link? The Weakest Link? He had to write the questions. Yes.
1: You are... Oh, the Weakest Link? The jokes. The jokes. Yeah.
3: Okay, so then... And then from there, then you started producing shows. I'm skipping into intro. Lots of people are like, why is this guy... And then you actually were on... Um, the first show I produced
0: mm-hmm. was last comic, standing, last comic Standing, where John Heffron oh, won. What? smell nepotism.
4: Nepotism, nepotism.
0: Seems shady, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it?
4: Uh,
3: yeah, so Joe was back scenes for that. But your credit at the time, you couldn't have...
0: Put no, it. here's the thing, by the way, that is in my in my opinion, the biggest travesty on television was how they messed up that show, yeah last going, comic. Uh, last comic going uh, through the seasons the, the,
1: I it, agree
3: okay so let, let's go back to that so Joel did that <laughs> no because then I'm trying to set up who you are, and then we'll yeah. go, then there's all these different, so Joel, uh, I have
1: questions of my own, yeah, too. yeah,
3: so Joel did that, and then uh then he started- uh working on a bunch of other shows that are extremely popular. I feel like reality t v yeah. Um, For a
0: company called 495 Productions. I'm an a, executive and he, producer and head of current productions at 495 Productions. And there's right. some of the shows that people can uh, see. That 495 does? Yeah, currently. Yeah. Currently, 495 does uh, Jersey Shore, all the Jersey spinoffs, the girls, Snooky J, Wow, Polly D. We do uh, Friend Zone on MTV, a little dating show. Right. We do a brand new show on Spike called Tattoo Nightmares, uh-huh. um, tattoo cover-up show. Um, got one coming out on Tuesday called Viral Video Showdown. It's uh, for sci-fi. It's uh, internet filmmakers go head to head see who's the best.
1: Nice. Did, did you did you do Road Rules? I did
0: not do Road okay. Rules. I did America's Got Talent after Last Comic Standing. Right. And A couple of other little uh, little
3: things and then. Got gotcha. So that's his resume. So uh, there's some questions I I would like to ask him. One about reality shows. Two, yeah. what are some of the heinous pitches? Or if somebody wants to pitch a show. <laughs> right. And then what makes reality show cool? And then uh, are they all completely fake right because there's some that i uh, he, he, here's my here's my theory i think uh shows completely fake if the word uh uh ghost is in it right. is in the title <laughs> okay uh picker
1: oh you think okay wars mm hmm
3: and uh sasquatch <laughs> uh
1: what picker you think you, you don't think What's american picker? pickers is uh
3: do You think those guys are in the middle uh, in these? Now this well, the mid, middle fit. of a swamp, and they're like, "Oh, look! It's a 1922 mm-hmm. uh, Harley. It's never been written, and it's in the middle of the swamp." Those shows should be called assistant producers have <laughs> to carry Stamps. shit into the woods and leave it so the hosts <laughs> right. that, that act like they know Attempted what they're talking about it. can stumble upon it That's is what those shows.
4: No reality show is real. They're all fake.
1: Well, I think there's some that are obviously more fake than others. I'm
4: going
0: to disagree with that.
4: Tell me which ones are real. Jersey Shore. But isn't it semi-scripted? It's and not scripted at all. Aren't they like we pushed shoot. into saying certain no, things?
0: No. We shoot 900 to 1 on that show. That's nine hundred hours of footage to get one hour of, sho- uh, oh, of wow. show. Oh wow! So yeah. it's, it's not like people people. <laughs> hey Joe, think in your
3: th- mic. People think all of that is uh, is uh, guy is executive produces billion dollars worth of shows. <laughs> can't, can't, can't talk to them, mic. The mic. <laughs> I won't even go into he's like, mechanics of, he's like, you don't talk to me this way. I'm an executive producer. Are you kidding me? I have a staff of 50 people. No, no one t- tells me what to do.
0: I was about to tell you that because I'm on the shared uh, headphones. Mine are so loud that oh, okay. when I'm talking, but oh, okay. if you turn that down, then he doesn't hear. So, okay, well. See, that's the technical side here. Boom. Uh, so, so, no, there, 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 are, there are shows that I think are definitely mm-hmm. assisted reality, mm-hmm. right? And there are shows oh, I like that I like that word. <laughs> it's, it's the the reality. reality. Yeah, where you know Sometimes they're like futuristic. I think they uh, you know where there's some sort of scripting or like on American Pictures, like there's an episode I, I saw where I, like and here's the thing I don't get to watch every show I, I don't have time so sure. uh, but like there's there's an episode and they're they're driving along and they're like yeah we're just gonna go to Minnesota and see what we find and then the girl <laughs> from the office is like hey I heard about this guy like no that didn't happen okay clearly that was a producer who found a junkyard in Minneapolis and they're. That the setup to that yeah. is is the fake part. Then right. getting there and seeing what's in the barn and finding all that—that's mm-hmm. probably what the the real part of the show yeah. is. There's there's docu series that I think are more staged or scripted than other docu series. Mm-hmm. Like for example, uh, what's, um, uh, what's what's the fishing uh, the crab uh, uh, um, uh, oh, deadliest uh, catch. catch deadliest catch is not a scripted show at all. Right. Like there's no that that's. You know, you see the behind the scenes. Uh, they they have a behind the scenes show. Mm-hmm. That's just they're out there. And those
2: shows
3: have what are called uh, story editors, where somebody's forced to watch, and then they'll find, okay, this guy is sleeping a lot on the job, so let's have this episode be about how this guy sleeps. So there's somebody, that's how it tells the story on those
0: shows. So on on certain shows where you're just following reality, the key is casting people who are big characters, who are going to act out and be what you want. Now, 10 years ago when we were casting, people would come in, and they had no idea what they were supposed to be. So when people would come in, you you would meet them, and you were like, that person is awesome, that is TV. Now, when you see people, you got to kind of sort out, are they acting for me? Are right. they pretending? Yes. Are they trying to be the character that they think I want them to be? Right. Oh, you're going to be the mean guy. Oh, yeah. uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be the crazy guy. Yeah. You know? You can kind of suss that out. And when you find the people would Wouldn't who,
3: everybody do that now, though? Like, how do you— nowadays, are, are, probably. Is there any genuine people that show up? Or is it all like, I'm going to be the douchey guy? It's
0: it's now your, my job when we're casting it is, makes to it kinda, hard. is to, to kind of sort out. that out. Yeah, you know, you can kind of tell when somebody's being genuine, when they, when they have a brain fart and they're talking to you and they use the wrong words and they're trying to be smart. And you're like, okay, this person might be genius. That's <laughs> a little— And you find the great characters and then you follow them. And once you follow them, you know, if you're really not scripting it— you're gonna have a ton of footage, and you gotta while you're in the field, you're watching those stories develop, mm-hmm. and you you're tracking those stories and trying to figure out like what what is what's happening here and make sure we're covering it and then you have to get the interview bites to be able to tell that story when you miss pieces of that story mm-hmm. now there's other shows where they have you know there's like I would say the Kardashians are a bit of a semi scripted yeah. Type scripted, of, yeah. Type of uh, uh, of show, you know. But to that point, like people are always like, "Oh, it's so scripted and it's so fake." It, it, the, what happens on the Kardashians is no less unrealistic than what is scripted in in their lives. D- in daytime soaps, oh. it's it's, it's <laughs> the Kardashians is the new daytime soap. Right. Like it's it's rich people mm-hmm. living fantasy lives right. doing things that. You think is beyond, but there are scripted shows that are crazier yeah. than the than the Kardashians. Right, Days of Our Lives has crazier plot lines <laughs> than <laughs> the Kardashians, and people Which watch one had that.
1: The, had the little the
0: That's little my person favorite. on it,
4: like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> so? I have a reality show for you, Joel. My mother, she lays on the floor. Oh, you tell me if this is a good idea, right? <laughs> My mother, 72 years old, she talks like this. She lays on the floor on piles of pillows and blankets with all her drugs in front of her. Xanax, coffee, a big remote control, and she just watches Law & Order on a loop, and she spews... She spews her wisdom from the floor. What the fuck are you going to California for? They got earthquakes there. (laughs) Mudslides. Everybody's an asshole. And she, like, she cooks. She, like, cooks really well. She, like, makes up these recipes and shit. But she is the most miserable, depressed, (laughs) crazy, rotten, negative person you could ever imagine. And it's so fucking funny.
0: (laughs) And that is the gist of about 80% of the pitches (laughs) I get. So my mom lays on the
1: floor. (laughs) Sound like a show to you? Boom. Right there. Stop. That's it. Let's make it.
3: That
1: just, sounds like
4: uh, I would say follow her around, but she doesn't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> she could be a, have a good. Clip well, that's another like. thing
3: with Rally Show. Like it, it, now, every you know, every job that you think would be boring is shot. Mm-hmm. But here's what always happens: uh, you know, by episode two or three, whatever shop we're watching, you know, the, the florist. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're going to follow florists around and the wackiness that happens. By episode two, those florists are going go karting, paintballing, yeah. or doing some activity because what they do is so boring yeah. that they go. We they go, have to, right. yeah. we have to create something because. Yeah. And then by episode, by year three, they're probably in Miami.
2: <laughs> it's, usually, <laughs> yes. it's
3: usually, what happens. Right. L- like I, like Gold Rush. Like I can't stand that show. Do you, do you see
1: that show? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't watch it.
3: I, I don't get mad at it. Like, I watch it every single episode, so I guess it's good because I just go, I want to put five guys together, and I can outgold the these dumbasses. Uh-huh. And then now they're like, in, we're in Alaska, now they're in Africa. Okay. And like, really? Yeah. Because okay, so you guys were so good in Alaska, you're going to go to Africa. I uh-huh. hope one of you get gets kidnapped. That (laughs) would make the show. But then next, they're going to be in Miami. They're going to be at a kiosk Uh, at a mall having people bring in watches they stole from (laughs) Miami hotels. And they're going to be like, we make more money Getting stolen gold in Miami than we did in guest, Africa. They're going to make a
1: guest appearance on Pawn Stars. What's ha- what happens is, is, a, <clears throat> is a
0: company goes out and they take the, you know, a, a thin premise like the flower delivery and they, and they make a great sizzle and somebody buys into it. They get the show and then they get into it and they're like, uh, okay. We go, got nothing. Go-karting, yeah. yeah. And I think that's like a, a big key. One of the things that we really try is like to make sure that if you're going to sell a show about something, you've got to know that you're going to get that, that what you're really kind of getting into.
1: It's funny to me. Like, There's a whole channel now. Basically, called True TV, where it's like all these reality shows. But one of the fakest ones is on True TV. Mm -hmm. It's one about the towing company. With, like they they get in a fight every episode with someone who <laughs> I gets saw their an carto- episode of uh, and, it, and they never punch to the face. It's always like wrestling and someone gets on the ground and rips a shirt off, but no one ever actually gets punched with a fist in the face.
4: Remember it's
1: Cheaters? It's fakest fight. Uh, yes,
4: Cheaters. I watched Cheaters with my ex boyfriend all and the, the time. St- we my loved wife it. loves. I cheaters. thought it was. Fa- I, I I'm still convinced that it's fake. Like I just I feel like there's no way. You know what I mean? Like they're just. I think, I, I I I think
3: cheaters- some are fake and some are real. I uh, saw a Cheaters episode. Where they were like, okay, we're here. She's been out with the guy. Uh, they're in the back at the jacuzzi. We're going to sneak back there. And the boyfriend's like all mad. And then he, they all run like, surprise, we got you. And then... They startled the people who are in the hot tub. They're like, "What?" And they stand up, and their lavalier mics fall off of their oh, bathing suits. So I'm like, on. "Oh, that's weird." Just two people hanging out at the pool yeah, with the lavaliers lungs. on. Waterproof yeah. well, The
4: reactions of people always because I would be like, "That girl would not be acting like that if she was just, you know, ca- caught by her boyfriend." I'm yeah. like, oh, "The reaction is so fake; you can tell." Yeah. And he was convinced cheaters was real, and we would fight, but we would watch it every time. It's hard. Do you, well, that you think that was, it's real it, or do
1: you think it's fake? What I cheaters. think it's fake. Do you think it's
4: fake? I would I say. It's fake. Uh, here's Here's how I would, I would
0: figure out one of, those, uh, one of those shows. I would figure out that that show, like Cheaters, I bet a portion of them were real. And then yeah. they started having to stage them, and those are the ones you, you yeah, see. That's why I them. think it's
1: like some are fake and some are real. Yeah. It's like we're out of stuff to do. That's yeah, the a, fake one.
0: And by the way, sometimes people's reactions are not what they're supposed to be. We did a show uh, on MTV called uh, Disaster Date. It's a hidden camera show mm-hmm. where somebody sets up their friend to go With on a date. With a very,
3: very funny uh, comedian, Jeff Keith. Just started throwing I've, that out I've to that kid. It.
0: Yeah. So, so we did that for. Yeah. I, I did a hundred and. I don't know how many episodes but there's a ton of those things and in in edit none of them were ever staged every now and then we would get somebody who would try to play us like two guys who wanted uh-huh. to be on TV or so like they played casting and they're like yeah I'm going to set up my friend but it turned out their friend was in on it we had ways to kind of wow. suss that out before mm-hmm. they got to the set right. um and sometimes we would just if I found that out I wouldn't want to play it but there are, there are a lot of times when people would you would you would finish the the thing or you'd do whatever the crazy thing is to that person and their reaction is like what mm. it, it looks fake, and in post, I would sit there and try to cut her on it because I'm like, it looks fake. But sitting there, you yeah. knew afterwards, you knew that that person didn't know because they were really upset, they didn't even want to sign the release.
2: So, oh,
3: So, the, the th- thing that the bugs me most about reality shows, and, and they produce them all the same. So, maybe I, I don't mind reality, but I wish they would just have different templates. It's always like Uh, Yeah, it's like, so it's an interview. I don't even have a good song to play underneath it. This wouldn't, this isn't going to (laughs) work. If if we don't get the bike done by Friday, we won't be able to hand it in on time. And Rachel just sits around and she just eats cake. And, And then they show you just eating cake or they'll show you like, doing something and then then they have the guy narrating what we just saw we we're like dude we just yeah we just saw it
1: yeah like yes. well,
3: why do you have to yeah
1: we're, it's we, like yeah, pick we, pick one are you gonna have the people narrator or are you gonna now, have a your, narrator on
3: your now aware uh, I, I had some flow with this conversation but i want uh, on your last comic john yeah on season uh what what season i was four? season five five did you guys didn't have any like house scenario?
1: No, thank God.
3: So you guys, you guys' episode was just straight stand. We
1: went out and did challenges where we'd meet up somewhere at medieval times and we'd you, do a challenge. Did you guys have to, to say or...
3: I'm funnier than? Yes, we did. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: biggest biggest mistake in that show was eliminating the eliminating house reality and and it, that show was one of the best formatted shows because you had this you had this thing where you know we we saw you guys uh, live together in the early season when they yeah. lived together they would live together then they would go out and they would do a challenge and at the challenge somebody won somebody kind of got immunity and then they would do the voting part that mm-hmm. voting part is the genius part because. No matter what happened in the challenge, nobody—you weren't getting voted off. Like right. you, you had a chance to redeem yourself by showing that you were funny in front of an audience. Right. That's why, like, when you know, you people joke like, "Oh, Joel was a producer on John's season." I really didn't have any. Once he was on the
3: show, there's no. My I, season I, was completely rigged, as you can see. Of all the television <laughs> I've done after Last Comic, <laughs> right. or any winner since then, you well, can why did tell. they
4: rig it in your favor?
3: Yeah, that's exactly. I, I get that all the time, especially my episode, because there were where people were like, "Yeah, well, it's it's." Last comic, they cast it. It's not that, yeah, yeah, they do. It's a television show. (laughs) Like, like, like. That's what I don't get is, yeah, they do cast that, but because I, you know, somebody who went through the process, I would see people being interviewed Mm -hmm. that were hilarious, you know, funny comics, and then the producer would ask them questions like, "So, what's what's some of your biggest goals, or what do you want to do if you're on last comic?" You know, I just I'm gonna. It's, it's kind of like yeah, they're boring. It's kind of like comics who do morning radio that don't flip a switch when they're doing morning radio, and then they're like, "Why do my numbers suck?" Well, it's because you were boring as fuck when you got it. <laughs> we even got it on the thing. There, there's a performance that you got it.
0: That do. was the biggest thing with with John on his season is, you know, first of all, people say it was rigged. Yes, it, there's a casting element that goes into the first the people that are on the show. But sure. once they're on the show and you do challenges, you perform in front of a live right. st- uh, live audience. That audience votes. That determines who leaves and who stays. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the live shows and America votes, and that determines who who leaves and and or you know who wins. Right. And on John's season, John actually benefited from the fact that everybody thought everybody in the house thought he was the weaker comic and kept challenging him. So right. his yeah. stand up, he got he got to showcase his stand up like three or Almost four times.
1: That's hilarious. And
0: and, and so people got to know him and connect with him in a, in a better way, and I that's think that's uh, that's one of the. Way. And the other thing is that in interviews, mm-hmm. what John was just talking about, he was always on. He always gave a good soundbite, and there right. are people like that. When we do shows, you know, there's, we have we have people who are amazing at soundbites. You know, they they say funny things. You mm-hmm. ask them a question, and instead of repeating back that question as part of their answer and giving you a dry answer, they put it in their own words. They right. put their own spin on it, and when you go into post, it's a bunch of. Lazy people who yeah. are looking for the easiest way to put the the show together. You right. know what I mean. And I'm I, I, like, tongue in cheek. I'm saying the the post people are lazy, but that's me. Um, but you know, <laughs> when you have somebody who you know always gives good sound bites, yeah. Then whenever you you have a scene, you give
3: it, good sound. It's basically give good sound bites. You give good
4: sound bites. <laughs> bite we oh. are such the eighties. <laughs> You can, we can always be counting on it for the 80s singing <laughs> we got to do a photo podcast. shoot at
1: some point. Um, I agree. It's two jobs. One, you got to be a comedian, and you got to be funny on stage as a comic. Two, got to be funny off the camp, off stage, uh, or at least entertaining, you know, uh, t- to, to, to have great sound bites and that kind of stuff. In and, and my season, the exact opposite thing happened to me that happened to John, where everyone thought he was the weaker comic. Uh, do you know who Dante is? Yeah. It was on yeah. my season. Well, Dante, like, was it, he was randomly sort of buddying up to me, you know, because I think everyone else was like shunning him, uh, the other comics, and I didn't care. I didn't know him. I, 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 you know. So I was just talking to Dante, and uh, I, he was like, I said, Yeah, I'm like, I'm huge in the South. Like, I've got like. <laughs> you a, said that to him. I said that to him. I said, Like, anywhere I go in the South, it's sold out. I used to just do theaters now. Uh, because of the Dodge Hemi commercial, blah blah blah, and people in NASCAR love me, blah blah. So I made him believe. Hey that everybody, I was you, already a household You guys can guy. go see John Reap this yeah. weekend? Oh, yeah, dude, I got my ticket six months ago. <laughs> um, thank you for that, John. Uh, so <laughs> I, I so Dante to. went and tells other people this.
0: You guys take uh, food stamps? <laughs>
1: see, uh, Dante Reap? tells everyone else like, don't don't don't. I would not challenge Reap because he's got a huge following, and if if they see you say, I'm funnier than John Reap, they're not going to like you, and you're not going to get votes. So no one ever really challenged me. I coasted to the top five. I didn't have to perform once until I got to the top five.
0: And then that
3: kind of helped because you had saved a lot of your material. I saved a lot of my
1: material, and no one really knew what I was capable of They did it different
3: when I was on. By the time you were in the finals, I performed a hundred times because like, they would do it. You, I'd get challenged, mm-hmm. so you'd do five, and then the results show, yep. you would do another five, which was a complete, you know, you were wasting sets because it was for nothing. Right. You're doing it just for, but I ended up, you know, performing mm-hmm. five, six, seven, you know, seven times.
2: Yeah. You performed it, a it, lot on that show. And,
3: and prior to last comic, I, I was doing stand-up for 15 years. Did right. your
0: did your show did your li- did your did your show shoot all the way through and like bleed right into the live? Like, were you guys shooting right up into the live, or did you shoot and then you had that time down? In we between? had time down. That's how his that's how his was. There was time down. We edited those shows. And the biggest mistake was taking away that house reality because you put six comics in a house or eight comics in a house, mm-hmm. you have a built-in situation comedy. You have a built-in sitcom. Right. That's yeah. It, you know, you have five, you have six, seven, eight funny guys. They would do stuff too. Like
1: I was is, thankful though that I didn't have to live. This in a is back house. when. <laughs> Selfishly speaking, as a comic right. who didn't want to live with other weird comics. Here's how shady house.
3: some of the stuff that, that they did. There was a, a scene where I was, uh, like, itching my nose. I'm outside. I have allergies. I'm right by the, like, the <laughs> fire pit. Right. Uh, by the way, I've seen the castle. We were in a castle during yeah. our episode. It was also the castle on the cover of uh, Morse Day the Time. Uh, and I've seen so much porn shot in that castle in really? my thing. I'm like, oh, there's the house. That's where we voted <laughs> off, like right there. Totally that gang, where that gangbang that gang, is happening. It was that the Hearst Castle, right? It was the Hearst Castle? No, no, it was Canning. just this, yeah, it was just this crazy. So uh, I'm out, I'm rubbing my eyes, and there's a scene where they go, are you going to join our alliance? And they have, like, Alonzo <laughs> Bowden, Jay London, Ant, and somebody else all, like, stared at me. Uh-huh. But when you saw that episode shot, none of them – right. None of them were by the fire. It was all individual. Like yeah. I, I think they had a producer off to the side who every once in a while would clap wood and make somebody turn really fast. And then, <laughs> they'd, get that, <laughs> and then they'd get that footage. And, that then, wood guy. and clap then they'd wood. edit that all together. And then they would do stuff like – I remember one or two days, nobody was doing anything. It was literally like a day of everyone's laying – literally laying on the couch reading books yeah. or whatever, not right. doing anything. And then that day suddenly – you know, it's 110 degrees in Los Angeles. The air conditioning stops working, like all day. Yeah. Uh, no, the air is busted. So it's hot. So now you are getting a little hot and sweaty. It's 110. You're getting <laughs> now you're getting Isn't a little there bit a pissy. Pool yeah. in the castle. Oh yeah, you're getting a little bit pissy though. And then this is back when I drank. I opened up the refrigerator uh, to get something to eat, and there's like a there's like a big there's a fifth of uh, uh, Patron or something. Uh-huh. So I'm like, Where, where'd this come from? <laughs> and then me and Kathleen Madigan, next thing you know, just blitzed, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a producer showed now up. Now we got a show. Now hey we got John, something. Hey, John, why don't you come over here and uh, let's interview for a second? All right. Hey, how do you feel that tall glass is saying? What the fuck is he saying about, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, how do you feel about that? Well, he can, and yeah, then, then you're funny. like, oh, that's what they do to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. They turn the
1: air off, and they get you <laughs> drunk. <he turns. laughs> that's exactly And they say, hey, exactly. this guy's they get talking shit about
4: irritated you. irritated and make you do shit you don't want
2: to do.
3: I remember that. Oh, show. it's so fake because they turned the air off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That show is so <laughs> fake. They gave us booze. It's, uh, fixed. Uh, it's fixed. fixed. It's fixed. Yeah. It's so
1: staged. I, I, Well, like I said, I think there are some that are more fake than others, like uh, Lizard Lick-Toeing, the fake fight. That's Obviously, fake to me. And then that's the repo the air, one, right? The repo I, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, on True TV. Yeah. The ones I think that are most real mm-hmm. are like the hidden camera shows, where it's like the people don't even know that they're on a show until mm-hmm. afterwards when they have to sign a waiver or something. Because mm-hmm. then you're getting real. Uh, honest to goodness, real reactions because they're just being themselves because the ha- the camera is hidden and they you know the, they're not aware of it. Like uh, scare tactics on the the Sci-Fi Channel is one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Just seeing people get the shit scared out of them, like and it's where it's fight or flight, where it's like I have to fight my way out of this hotel room and jump out the window, uh, or I just have to you know just save my life jump out the window whatever it is. But yeah, I, s- I like the hidden camera ones. Have better. you
0: seen Bait Car on True TV? Yes, that's one of my
1: favorite ones. Bait, Bait Car. That. That's Have you seen Bape Car, I love, John? I, I like
0: Baker car. car.
1: is so good. If that's a marathon on, that's what I'm doing. So racist, but it's such a good yeah. show.
0: Well, hey, car,
1: anybody okay. can get in the car. Yes, this is true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Except for they always stage them down in South Central.
1: Uh huh. Hey, do one in uh, my neighborhood. I'll bet you someone will get in that car. Yeah. Yeah, Studio Village.
3: Hey, guys, let's break for a quick second because it's the uh, political time of year. Uh, I think uh, we should play this ad.
0: Some podcasts pay for their internet stream using slush funds supplied by greedy corporations. We don't. If you believe in freedom, then vote for Heffron and Reap and
1: Butera and whoever else may be hanging out in the living room.
2: John Heffron is responsible for the content of this advertisement.
1: Go to heffronandreap.com for tour dates and great links. Hey, did you get that? It's heffronandreap.com.
3: Go there now. That was our little break. That was our fake break. What do you think? Fake about break. It? Uh, it's a fake break.
1: I, it seemed real. It seemed real. Like it was I, a reality I just television show.
3: Felt because uh, because we're a network of one. I just wanted to reset here for a second, and uh, encourage people to go to our iTunes page that has the logo that's red and black. Yes. Uh, that's the. So that's, that's what that's it the,
1: says show at the end of it. Hepburn yeah, and, and, and it's the show. official.
3: I know it's confusing, but yeah. it's it's a whole thing. Uh, we dropped uh, our, our other uh, peeps. And we lost all of our listeners, but we're slowly building back. Not even slowly. We didn't lose them.
2: It's more of an exclusive
1: club now. You know, it's more of an exclusive club.
3: Yeah, so if you go there and leave comments on iTunes, uh, that would be awesome. Like we said on the last podcast, you Mm. can leave any comment you want. Maybe you have a good recipe of something. Maybe a good quote. You can throw that in there. Or if you go to heffernandreap.com. Uh, you can see pictures of some of the stuff we talk about. There's mm-hmm. the Amazon link where it's starting to get holiday time. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon and want to support the show, you just click on Amazon. It doesn't change anything for you. But for every million dollars you spend, we get about three cents.
1: Right. We can keep so the we're lights hoping on that uh,
3: we sell so like about like $10 billion.
1: Yeah. That would be nice. All right. Heffernandreap.com.
3: Yeah. And then um, uh, also... Um, yeah. let me plug? ask you this, guys. You guys Yeah, have, you had some criticism about the show in the very beginning. You guys
0: had a, a shared Twitter. You have a shared Twitter account. Heffern and Reap. Yeah, Heffern and Reap. Yeah. Uh, what is that? At Heffern and Reap. Yeah, at Heffern and Reap. Yeah, right. And... Uh,
1: Wait, Who, hold on. Who runs it? Who operates
4: Hefren it? Oh, there you go Follow them on Twitter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Heffren and well, That's for the show.
2: Let's just right? let's just yeah, let's just the admire
0: show. the board op work. When every time there's a there's a drop, it's. Hang on, hold on, one
1: second. Oh my God. Hang on. Stop talking. Okay, go. Okay, got it. Okay, where were we? Hang on, hang on. I okay, gotta hit this button. Ah, oh, shit, it's not working. Hang on. What were you going to say, though, so, about our, our shared yeah, Twitter account? Who,
0: um, you know, Are there any fights about what gets put up on Twitter? Like, no. Uh, I
1: don't have
3: passwords to that. So, Yes, I actually, you do.
1: You have passwords to that. Does, I've it given it to works. you several times.
3: It, I can't get it to work, so I never – Well, that's not my fault. Why? Why? Should we fight about – no, I, I think fight I just right started. was pretending to.
1: I was. Right uh, was he trying to egg <laughs> us on. He's, this is what he does. Oh,
3: that's, oh yeah. Well, wait, wait. <laughs> There's cameras in here.
1: You don't know it. That's <laughs> yeah, we don't. Show. Hey,
3: how do you feel about uh, <laughs> uh plugging reap at Hepburn and reap? Yeah, he's always so, doing his so stuff.
0: So John, when the other day when you were saying that, like that you're not stoked about the stuff that reap tweets out, like you know, because it represents both of <laughs> you guys. Like you know, you want to talk to him about that. There's what do you bit.
1: mean you're not stoked about it? I thought we were on the same page. I give you the password. You can do this anytime you want. How come you're pretending the password doesn't work?
0: I mean, John, when when he I says just feel, dumb idiot, you know, I don't know. How do you feel about that? When I just feel I don't know. ADD
1: brain can't handle Twitter. That's the problem. See? I
3: just don't know if, if he can't, John he can't spell.
1: First of all, he can't. That you is seem true. To, I'll show you text messages from Heffern. Yeah, You know,
3: yeah, Joe, trust and me. Joe's the last you, person you, you, you got to tell does. John doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> all right. I don't know what's going on. No, he's you all over the map now. Stop.
4: Stop. I, I, thought, I thought this was going to be, that's just the way it is. Some things never change. The old man <laughs> by, <laughs> and
1: spit some tobacco in his
3: eye. We haven't <laughs> talked up the post the oh, entire Do you good. have a suggestion? Let's okay. do that. It's, Let, it's let's it's let's no. hold on one so, second. Let's do this. <laughs> if you go to heffordandreap.com, there is uh, stuff where you can ask us questions. Yes. And I meant to, to print up those questions every single time. People want to know how we met. They're like, what's the connection? I've
1: not gotten one. Uh, where does that uh, go?
3: That would be if you go to our, our email that was created for the show. You don't have that password, I don't chat. have that. No, yes. I'm not I have that. None of Everybody us. was gotten a huge piece of paper that <laughs> has all the logins for everything. I've not
1: seen one email directed towards me or you. <laughs> that that is, not that one, one was it false. me.
3: <laughs> but uh, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, oh you so those. if you want to pick a song that we can talk up for you, we can do oh, yeah. a long distance dedication, Joel, because uh, – we always play this one, Joel, and repates it, but I think it's, uh, it's fun. So uh, let's get back to Joel, um, but let's do this. Do you, would you want to be an overly it, bad it, morning show, or do you want to be like uh, – do you want to not interview him well, or do you want to be overly happy? No,
0: you just came back from break, so you need to – No, we're going
3: to go into break. What? No,
0: you just came back a little bit ago, but you're like, well, let's get back to Joel, and you have to reset.
3: Right. Joel Zimmer's is here, executive no, producer no, of reality is, television. Here's what we're going to do. Ready? All right. Okay, Ready? Man, we are learning some good stuff about reality shows, huh? Rachel, (laughs) they should follow you around. That'd be some interesting stuff, right? Especially on one of your Friday nights. Yeah, just my (laughs) dates alone would
4: be, like, mega entertaining. Oh, that's hilarious.
3: (laughs) (laughs) 76 degrees. Here's Kalai. Chris (laughs) Lorne.
0: Oh, you didn't hit it, dude. No,
3: I, I
1: hit it That's a deceptive collide.
3: song. That's what I'm saying. People can email us in. Give us another song, songs. please. I don't know any other For the songs love of to do God.
0: posts. Do you have, does that Does that give you how many seconds to the post?
3: Yeah.
4: But that's cheating, isn't it? No. Yeah, no, I If you were I to say, look at
3: it,
0: it would
1: be.
3: I, I, I'm trying to teach them so they have, uh, like, you know, feeling.
0: No, in a, yeah, but in a studio, you would have you would have a counter, and you know, in the, the you your cart would say or is would, that
4: how they always did it, it, it would, oh so they weren't just it
0: would say 10 seconds to the post oh. and then you would have a counter and you'd oh. see or that post is I coming i thought in. that was
4: just a skill it,
0: it's no, called, it says it's called talking up the ramp talking up talking up the ramp it's called talking up the and ramp hitting and the hitting the post.
4: the post right coming at you he
0: would say
1: talking up the post
0: yes and talk and the post is either the lyrics or if it's a song with what that's instrumental and has big pieces in the instrumental before it gets to lyrics uh-huh. so those can be posts as well. So you talk up you let the drums go on tonight, 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 and then you continue talking into the lyrics.
4: Oh man, I, I never knew this. It's so complicated. It's what a producer does. I oh. just wanna hear to help you guys. Oh hell yeah.
1: All right, back from the break. We're sitting here with Joel, Rachel, and uh, Heffern, and me, John Reap. We're just discussing uh, reality shows. Are they fake? Are they real? Which ones are fake? Which ones are real? Which one's your favorite? Email us. Uh, Go to heffernandreap.com and ask us questions. We want to know.
3: Hey, you want to talk about fake? You should come into our sales department, huh?
4: (laughs) Tell you one thing that's real. No rain out here ever. (laughs) I'll tell you
1: what's not real. That coffee in the break room. (laughs) 76 degrees. Heffern and Reap. Nice. That was team effort. (laughs) That That was a team
3: effort. That was the longest ramp ever.
2: (laughs) That was a very long ramp
3: choice. I'm randomly picking him.
0: That was a full
3: segment. You know what I realized? (laughs) uh, And and I I didn't have to play out. You know what's funny? I was listening to the 80s channel on satellite. Uh, I think Martha Quinn. Uh, mm-hmm. who, who we should get on the show? I've, yeah, I've been I'm, to her place before. Yeah, yeah. We, we tweet each other, although I don't know if it's the real Martha Quinn. Mm-hmm. With the real Martha Quinn, please stand I'm friends up. with please her on Facebook because we took a voiceover uh, class. Together. Okay, so you know how they give stats about the artist? Like the, they'll give you a little bit of stats. Do you have like, a name drop? Drop? No. no. <laughs> uh, they'll have a stat about the artist, and then they'll play the song. Mm-hmm. I realize whatever they say about the artist, right? I, I completely take it a hundred percent true. Like they could just lie their ass off, and and I go, oh yeah, that's totally is what's happening with Ring Springfield now. Like, Does that make sense? Like for some reason, that's the most honest I think people are. Is right before, <laughs> so you could totally just like make it up. Is is I guess what I'm saying. Do you guys follow me? Yeah, at all?
0: no, I totally follow the setup. No, I'm just waiting for the. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, hit the. Well,
3: no, I don't even mm-hmm. have a, like uh, okay.
1: Uh, Pick do you some? have a Ricky Springfield song?
3: There's a little thing from John Waite. John uh, Waite, Many people divorced. don't know this. John Waite, he actually came in number three in American Top Chef last year.
1: Is that right? Yes.
2: <laughs> well, I well I've So here's heard something that. from
3: his earlier career, back when he was a singer. Took a downturn, and the he was singer. Singer. on the Top Chef.
4: See, it. you would believe me. Yeah. Didn't you not think that he won right. season three? I know that he didn't.
1: That's crazy. But you can just make one yeah, up, though, did. is what I'm I saying.
4: I love John Waite. Now you make me want to hear that song.
3: Well, here, just, just do, a fake, uh, do a fake one, and then we get one.
1: We need to have a photo shoot, John uh, where, uh, and Rachel, where we're, there, we're like dynamic duos or trios here from you go, the Rach. 80s. And, 80s. and we, just, we dress like them. Oh. Rachel here we go. We could
4: be kid and play. And then I'm going to stop one. doing this.
3: <laughs> Rachel, here we go. You're a uh, afternoon, drive-time DJ. Um, you kind of hate your job. <laughs> uh, you kind of play. It's, it's more adult, contemporary, kind of uh, chick rock. And I want you to give a little stat about uh, uh, this artist. You're just gonna make it up and mm-hmm. then lead into the song. Do you want me to tell you who it is? No, no. Okay, ready?
1: Here we that's go. A lot of stuff.
3: So much. How are we do it now because it's
4: I don't know what.
0: W N I C. W
4: N I
3: C. That's hard. That was hard.
4: I don't
0: know
3: that song. See,
4: okay. Okay, my little game is That was gone. like there was like no intro to that song. That so could that have uh, been that could have been any song in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Adams?
3: Yeah, but I wanted you just to make up random stats uh, about Brian Adams. But I didn't know, Adams. didn't know it was Brian Adams. But then I asked you guys if you guys want to I thought you would
4: pick one that I knew.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys weren't at rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so what happens? You don't show up for rehearsal. Um
4: It was like piano It was like How did you guys
1: even meet? Is what I want to know. You're best friends for 20 years. Stand up, where I in Detroit? In Michigan, yeah. So are you a Detroit guy? Yeah. Okay.
0: I saw him doing a stand up, and I thought, God, <laughs> I could do this. <laughs> and, no, that's always no. I saw him. He was like, uh,
3: he was 17, 18, doing stand up.
1: Yeah, we're starting. And uh, you guys were the same age.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then started. Uh, they they had a lot of shows at University of Michigan. That was called Laugh Track. Where you could drink if you were a college age, uh-huh. so every Wednesday, maybe 500 college kids would show up on a Wednesday. Right. It's the greatest. And then you were right in that wheelhouse. So you'd get on stage and you'd go, hey, don't you hate taking exams?
2: <laughs> yeah. I
3: hate it. Yeah. And then that just kind of – it was like really just a, a badass environment.
1: So you 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 saw him first and you, and mm-hmm. then you said, oh, I'm going to try this? or
3: No,
0: actually, yeah, I mean – generally i mean I, he was he was working already he was he started working as a like 17 year old I, I was so maybe i was like 19 or something or 20 and right. uh, and he was like middling at the uh, at the clubs and stuff and i was like wow look at this kid I was a and i was i was interested in doing stand up like when i joined the rca record and tape club remember that like the columbia house yeah, thing that, you know, yeah. oh my god you get four tapes for a penny right that yeah. was the rca deal for
1: the rest of your life and you can't yeah. get out of it yes exactly
0: <laughs> my first four tapes were uh two bill Cosbys, uh a rich little and the police synchronicity, well, you know. What, so I was always into like comedy, you know and, and uh, then I saw it, and I was like, "Wow, you could do that! You could get on stage and tell jokes." And,
1: and you guys buddied up, and uh...
0: I just, yeah, I wanted to tag along. For a long time, I just kind of tagged along because he uh, he kind of did good with the girls, you know. Like uh-huh. he, he had the had yeah. the rap on stage, and you know, right. young, the, young man.
1: Heffron and Reeves. Subject change.
0: <laughs> Piercing blue eyes. That That is a wife subject change. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: hilarious. Never happened. Never happened.
1: Now, do you still do stand-up? No.
0: No? no. I stopped uh, right around uh, Last Comic. Okay. Yeah. When I started producing that, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, uh, in terms of producing, like, everybody was jockeying me because I was they knew I was working on Last Comic, mm-hmm. and instead of, like, using that to my advantage and, like, working the network... I just stopped going to clubs and stopped hanging out, and you know, right. one thing led to another, and I was...
1: Well, did you, know, you go to the improv a lot in Melrose and all that stuff? All? Yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, I, I did the, um, the one down in uh, Comedy and Magic Club, the right, Ice also, House, mm-hmm. a little bit at the improv. Okay. Uh, did
1: you colleges. hit the road, too? Were you like a road dog for a while?
3: Like 300 days out of the year.
2: Wow, that's We awesome. did a
3: tour um, uh, where we had to drive around the country making college kids laugh, and if they laughed, they got a T-shirt. It was called Crack Me Up. We did about 100 colleges mm-hmm. in a four-month uh, span. Every day, different city, different college, and you'd have to put on costumes, and then you would sit in a chair, and then we'd jump in front of you, and then we'd go, hey, blah, 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 and if you laughed, mm-hmm. uh, you got nothing, but if you didn't laugh, you would get 25 bucks. Oh, and, God. But, and and sounds... do you want to know what, what we made a show? Yes. What do you, what, what, what do you think we made uh, a show? We, how many shows did a... we do a week? I won't say who who did it, or I'll keep all that. Uh, uh,
1: Well, I'm going to ask you. I won't say the Booker or anything like that. Was it a NACA event?
3: No. Oh, yeah, no, it was NACA or whatever, but we did, we probably did five shows, five or six shows a week with maybe 14-hour drives in between each show. (laughs) I'm we rented a van at Hertz Rent-A-Car or Enterprise. Uh-huh. And we, we – you know this is back when they, like, charge you on miles. Before
1: they would pick you up.
3: We, yeah. We returned the van with about 40,000 miles, completely bald tires. Yeah. Pick, pick, up, oh, the, pick up the van with 10,000 miles on it.
0: Unlimited mileage for whatever it was, 12, 13 weeks. Right. The van came back to them with bald tires. That oil hadn't been changed. And there was a bird. There was a dead bird <laughs> in the – Stuck in the grill. <laughs> but what do you think – what do
3: you think we made a show –
1: and it was just you two?
3: Uh, One other
1: guy. Three of you. Okay. Three so of us total. I'm going to guess. Knowing
3: yeah. what colleges pay, what do you think we pay and got was paid back as then. the Now, colleges
1: can pay decent if for a no-name, you know, if, especially with NACA. I, uh, okay. I'm going to guess that you made anywhere from $700 to $1,000 each per show.
4: <laughs> $300.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. We didn't even have to say wait. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Thank
1: you. I'll be here always. Um I guess I'm way off the mark. You said 300. Mm-hmm. Is Whoa. she closer? Oh wait, wait,
3: Joe. Uh, we could do this, Joe. 100, 100, let's let's 100 do this. Bucks. Ready? So, uh, uh, Rachel, what is uh, wh- what uh, what do you say?
4: 300.
3: John, what are you saying? John, have you been talking to the mic backwards this entire show? Please tell me. Need you, you, prof-
1: prof- you, prof- you prof- For the fun. That it. was me talking backwards.
3: For the fun of it, just talking the other side of that mic.
1: Well, then I have to. Spend yeah, just all move. The way but the they're
3: gonna be. We're gonna take them behind. Now is this better? <laughs> oh. Everyone, I said talking to that.
1: Well, I didn't buy this mic. I don't know how this thing works. Okay, oh I'll, God, I'll sit over know. here and not face you guys, and we'll the do the show, show like this. No. I don't need to see you. I don't even need to be in this room. The
3: whole sh- like that's like. Why did it take me as a sound engineer though to go fifty three minutes in? I might ask him this question. I
4: said it's
1: backwards. Nor- normally, a microphone has a up and a down. This this microphone is just. God, you, how sound do you kn- so much how better. How do you know what's front Go the back. other way?
3: Go go how you were talking, right here. <laughs> It'll pick it up. You're just going to be really. It just sounds muffly. You're going to be. Well, just, if I get like this. It was okay. Like, it, it's, it's doable, but it you're is the little, other I way.
1: Mean, I mean, I understand that this thing has a front and back now. But if you can hear the words that I'm saying, then yeah. what difference does it make?
3: Because it, it sounds w- way clear. I, I just, no. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can feel free to talk in the back of that. I'm not.
0: That'll The backside will sound like a lav mic. The front side will sound like you're doing ADR in a
1: studio. Oh, look, I can just spin it right here. Boom. How's that? Way better. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right, let's, let's just start over. Start over. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Hit the button. Welcome to the Hey, R- everybody. R- Welcome R- to another Joel episode Dimmer. of Halford and Angel's Jimmy. Rachel Patera back. Rachel. Rachel's back. Rachel's and rally it. shows fake or real. It's called hey. Ramping Up the Post hey. and Hitting the Ramp, up ramp. Talking Up the Post. Hey, that's comic with <gasps> L- Thanks comical. again for listening to game. another episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next time.
3: Did you just end it?
1: Yeah. I started it and ended it right there. I was just playing the game. I thought Well, game. let's do this. Let, let's do
3: this. Ready? Um, so Rachel said...
1: Rachel said $300. i
3: am going to kind of audition for Joel right here in case he has a, a game
1: show. Okay.
3: We're playing... Guess how much okay. money John and Joel made when they're doing the colleges? Mm-hmm. Rachel said that she thinks we make about $300 a show. Mm-hmm. Well, John Reap thinks it was closer into the 700s or 800s. Yeah. Well, unfortunately...
0: Are you going to go to the audience and see what the audience thinks?
1: Audience?
3: No, we don't don't have that. It's like a phone call. uh, Yeah, I think uh, you guys made... uh, (laughs) uh, We'll give you the
1: answer a week from now. Yeah.
3: So, uh, Rachel, John, Mm. one of you will be continuing on. The other one will unfortunately be going on a call.
1: Yeah. I have a feeling it's me because you laughed
3: at my number. Are we going who's closest? Over under? I'm going to send one of them home now. Okay. Can I switch my... Rachel, how would it feel if I told you that I was going to talk to John right now? <laughs> mm. John?
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
3: You gave an answer of 700. Yeah. Well, I have to say
1: mm-hmm. that Rachel... Oh, <laughs> back over here. <laughs> it's your turn, Rachel? You are
3: staying, John, you are what? completely incorrect. No. Yes, yes. So, well, then
1: it was not a NACA event. Oh, my God. That was not with the National Association It was
3: actually, uh, to make a long story short, uh, I think I made $75 a show.
4: I was going to say 50 yo. I should. No, Joel
3: made, because Joel produced, all this stuff has led you to the position you're in now today, Joel. Do you and realize that? Yes, I the was. hosting the of the radio, the manager. managing of the Crack Me Up show. But you made yes. like $125 a show. Because you had to call the schools to let them know that we were 50 I, miles away.
0: I think you either made 125 or 150, and then I either made 175 or 200.
3: Now, okay, for the people listening mm-hmm. that are like going, well, that's bullshit, one percenters, I'd make $150. Listen, proportionally. Yeah. It was so because it, the the show probably made mm-hmm. at a college, let's say five thousand. Well, yeah,
0: we would collect the check. Sometimes the college would accidentally give us the check and send it instead of sending <laughs> yeah. it to so the you booking see, agency. Right. And we're making like oh. the three of us are making like five hundred dollars total. Total, and, and they're making five grand, and they were pulling in like three grand yeah, or five yeah. grand. You guys are getting ripped like, off. Oh. Yeah,
4: That's okay. We you guys some keep shirts. getting but ripped we were, off. We were twenty three. <laughs> the cards, the comedy, what? The comedy why podcast? would you subject yourself to this kind of life?
3: I don't know, Rachel. Just get a
4: real job, would you? Anyway, guys, uh, thank you
3: so much for listening. That's it. Uh, That's this it, is man. for this one. What? It's fun when we it's all get back together. Out. It is. Right? I, had
1: I had a lot of go. questions still. That's all right. We'll, we'll go get back, back well, to it. You
3: know what? Let's keep Joel for another hour. But right now, let's stop Don go back to our green room that we have set up here as we overlook the oceans of Malibu mm. at our new Heffernan and and Studio. Yes. But we can just
1: lie about where
3: we are. But we nobody, should totally lie. Nobody so knows. Now that
4: you just said We that.
3: just set up in the back end of a kia.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and nobody knows we're talking about. Make sure you check out HeffernandReef.com and once again we thank you for this owner Go
1: to HeffernandReef.com for tour dates and great links. Hey, did you get that?
2: It's HeffernandReef.com. Go there now.